Okay. Please note, the church is not a place of entertainment. The church is a place of information. Never come to church without a Bible or a notebook. Never. It's a sign that you didn't come and learn. You came to be excited. When you come to church, you come to church with a Bible. You come to church with a notebook to write. The Bible, you will never find a Bible school in the Bible. Yet they preach better, they work more miracles. We have Bible schools, different classes and levels of Bible school. Yet our people are amelationing. The duty of your pastor is not to entertain you. Today, church was sweet. What made it sweet? The instrument. You didn't go to church. You went to a performance. Ephesians chapter 4, the verse number 11, describes what the duty of a pastor is. Let's go. Ephesians 4, 11 to and he gave, Jesus gave some to be apostles. And some prophets. Some to be prophets. And some evangelists. Some to be evangelists. And some pastors and teachers. Some who are supposed to be pastors who teach. For the perfecting of the saints. You see, most of the time in the Greek end is not a conjunction. Sometimes it's an expansion of what was said. Pastors teach because pastors feed. We call it fivefold ministry. You never see the word fivefold in any part of the Bible. It's our own imagination. Pastors are supposed to teach. Pastoring teachers. I'm sure that's what the Amplified says. Pastoring teachers. Pastors who teach, who nurture. And what is their role? Mm -hmm. For the work of the ministry. He says that when you come to church and Prophet Gilbert, Pastor Josh is teaching, preaching, he's doing that so that you will do the work of ministry. For the edifying of the, the church of is not a place to raise kingdom billionaires. The church is not a place to raise businessmen association. The church is a place we raise people who do God's work. He says, for what? For the perfecting of the saints. The word perfecting there is for the building. The building up of the saints. So when the saints are built, what do they do? Do they open shops? So we all come. No, 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 you're running too fast. He says, for the perfecting of the saints, for, for what? the work of the ministry. For the work of what? The ministry. For construction, for building a school, for building hospitals. There's nothing wrong with these things, but that is not the core job of the church. So when churches are priding in, we build this, we build this, and they are building nobody's life towards Christ, they have missed their direction. For the perfecting of the saints, we can boast of auditoriums. But in heaven, nobody is going to be rewarded for auditoriums. In fact, it doesn't even make sense when your body is the temple of God. He says, for the perfecting of the saints. For the work. I keep asking, anywhere I go now, the whole week, have you preached to anybody? So you have wasted the whole preaching you received last week, Sunday, and Wednesday. Because preaching is to make you a preacher. 
month has ended again. The whole month, you have no soul. You brought from the kingdom of the devil to the kingdom of light. Yet you went to church throughout. It's unfortunate going to church has turned into solving my personal problem. But the early church never met and their sole focus was personal problems. No. It was for the advancing of the kingdom of God. Our churches are not expanding because members think it's the duty of the pastor to bring people. When the real duty is you, I teach you go and do the work. Or did you see my name there? He says for the perfecting of the saints. For what? For the work of the ministry. For the work of the ministry. So I teach you, you do the work of ministry. I open your eyes to the word of God. Then you do. The saints do the work of ministry. And the Lord added to the church daily as people were what? Being saved. I used to think the Holy Spirit was what bringing people. To your bumper, Father, we are praying. May you bring people. Omali. There is no way people come to church if we don't preach. Romans chapter 10, verses 14. How will they hear of a God whom, how will they call on a God whom they have not heard of? Mm -hmm. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How can they call on a God whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How can they believe if they have not heard? And how shall they hear and without how the shall preacher? They hear without what? A preacher. So people don't just get saved. People don't just believe. They believe after somebody preaches. Tell your neighbor it is our responsibility to preach the good news. If somebody didn't preach, 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 you won't be in church. The Holy Spirit didn't preach to you. It started with a few people gathered in the Bible. And the word was spread. And it kept spreading because people were preaching it. Paul took it to Asia. It spread. So we can never grow if we don't preach. Never. There is no supernatural thing to this thing. And you'll be sitting there now, and then people start walking. We have come. How did you get here? Holy Spirit said you should come. We have to preach. When we preach, people believe. They are added to the church. When we preach, people believe. So you have to understand, you don't come to church for entertainment. You come to be empowered. You come to be taught. I went to a church and I sat down for hours. They gave me preaching time, 15 minutes. Prophecy, one hour. Everything on mobile. They want to see who is doing them. Preaching, 15 minutes. Praise and worship. It's one hour. Yeah. So, you know, they dance. Ah! Then when they are tired, they sit. Preaching tables one more talk. They sleep during preaching. 
The moment you finish preaching and it's time for ministration, then they are awake. <laughs> you know what? The, 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 the ministration is not. Ministration is supposed to be all of us. But ignorantly, ministration becomes one person performing and the rest of us are clapping. Bozema Jesus! Clap for Jesus! Yeah. I see Jesus is a performer. You clap for performance. You give glory to God. So it's two different things. Clapping doesn't do anything to Christ. You will never find in scripture that clapping was a requirement for glorifying God. I like saying things. It's true. Just take your time. You say clap your hands. Oh, you forget it. Go and read it very well. What we give to God is glory. We appreciate men with a clap. But we give to God his glory. That's why he shares his glory with no man. Okay. So let's look at the word of God. John chapter 1 verse 1. John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. He says in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And that word was with God. And the word was God. And the word was God. Hold on. You can write this. That the word of God is a reality. The word of God is a reality. The word of God is a reality. Number two, the word of God is not a set of facts that needs to be proven. The word of God is not a set of facts that needs to be proven. So John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, and the word was God. That is, it confesses a personality to the word of God. The word of God is a person. Continue, verse 2. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning with he God. He says the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by All him. All things were made by who? So now the word is now turned into a him. Because it's a person. All things. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Then he said, what? Verse 2. He says, all things were made by what? Him. So it's no more like mere words. It's a person. Continue. Without and without him was not anything made that was made. Without him was nothing that was made, eh? In him was life. He said, in him, in the person of the word was life. And the life was the and light the of life man. the life was the light of man. Continue. And the light shineth in darkness. And the light shineth in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it and not. And darkness could not comprehend this person. There was a man sent from God. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. 
the same came for a witness mm -hmm. to bear witness of the light mm -hmm. that all men through him might believe. Mm -hmm. He was not that light. He was not that light. But was sent to bear witness of that he light. He was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light. That was the true light. Which lighted every man that cometh into the world. That was, he was the true light that lighted every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world. He was in the world. Now, he's moving to let you know that the word of God is a person. He says that word was what? In the world. In the world. And the world was and made by him. And the world was made by him. And the world knew him not. And the world knew him not. He came unto his own. He came. Still emphasizing his personality. The word came into his own and his own and his own receive him not but, but as, as many as received him to them, to them gave he gave power. power to become sons of god continue even to them that believe on his he name he says even to them that believed on his name he gave which were born not of blood god. they were not born of blood or the will of man mm -hmm. nor the will of, of flesh. the flesh mm -hmm. nor the will of man but of god 14 and the word was made he flesh. says the word the word was made what? Flesh. And dwelt among us. And dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. So the word was made flesh. You can write the word, the word became a human being. The word became a human being. And dwelt amongst us. So the word of God is not just mere words. When I tell Fifi, Fifi, I will give you thousand Ghana. I've given him my word, but the word of God is just more than just words. It's a person. It's a person that you encounter. Another important point. That the word of God is a person. The word of God has a name. The word of God has a name. The word of God is a living person. The word of God is not the Bible. The Bible is written for the word of God. You can write this thing too. The word of God reveals, the, sorry, the Bible reveals the word of God. The Bible reveals the word of God. But the word of God is a living person. Hebrews chapter 4 from verse 12 to 14. Hebrews you do King James and then you do Amplify. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 to 13. Mm -hmm. For the word of God is quick and powerful. He says the word of God is quick and powerful. And sharper than any two-edged sword. And sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Mm -hmm. And of the joints and marrow. Mm -hmm. And is a Discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Mm -hmm. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. Mm -hmm. But all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. <laughs> have you seen him there? Continue 14. Then we'll come to Amplify. 
verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Okay, so go to Amplify. So he's telling you that the word of God is a person called who? Jesus Christ. Amplify. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 to 14. Uh For the word that God speaks is alive and full of power. He says the word of God is alive. And full of power. And it's full of power. Making it active, Mm -hmm. operative, Mm -hmm. energizing and effective. Mm -hmm. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. Mm -hmm. Penetrating to the dividing line of the breast of life that soul and the immortal spirit mm-hmm. and of joints and marrow mm-hmm. of the deepest part of our nature, mm-hmm. exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. Mm-hmm. And, not, and not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight. From his sight. But so the word of God is a person. He said from his sight. But all things are open and exposed, mm-hmm. naked and defenseless to the eyes of him with whom we have, we have to do. Verse mm-hmm. 14. 14. Inasmuch then as we have a great high priest who has already ascended and passed through the heavens, mm-hmm. Jesus, the son of the God. The word of God is called Jesus, who is the son of God. Let us hold fast our confession of faith in him. So you write that Jesus Christ is the word of God. So never consider the word of God like the words of men. Never consider the word of God like the words of men. Another important point you can write. The written word reveals the living word. The written word, it reveals the living word. The written word, it reveals the living word. Another strong point. So I am in contact with a person when I am in contact with the written word. When I'm reading this Bible, I am in contact with a person. And that's the person of Jesus. Anytime I pick my Bible, I am encountering a personality. And that person is Jesus. So don't take the word of God as mere words. When you are reading the Bible, you are having fellowship with Christ. He's a person. I build these points so we get to our subject. If he's a person, we then have to know what are the benefits that we gain by what this person did. What did the resurrection bring to us? So the word of God is not just mere words. We saw the word of God become a person, went to the cross, died, and resurrected. So what did this Jesus bring to the believer is what we are talking about. The power of his resurrection. Are you following? It's important to know that there are certain things that became real. 
the moment Jesus resurrected. So I want to know what became real to me. What became mine? He says, henceforth. Know we no man after the flesh. No, no man after his flesh. Don't be gathering. And be saying your mother is from, your say, so I say means, I say, dear man. So come on, stop that. Henceforth, no, no man. After what? After the flesh. Talk to me. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh. Even though we knew Jesus after the flesh. Yet now, henceforth. Now, henceforth, we don't. Know we him no more. 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ. So from now on, if anybody has a union with Christ. He is a new creature. He is a new creature. All things are passed away. He says all things are what? Passed away. Talk to me. Behold, all things are become new. You see, I used to read this scripture as, therefore, if anyone be in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, all things are passed away. Please, the behold is not on the old things. The behold is on the new things. And behold is an instruction. So he says, therefore, if anybody, because of the resurrection of Christ, the person is now united with Christ. That person is a new creation. All things are passed away. Now, if there is anything, I have to start looking at the new things that I have become benefited after his resurrection. He didn't say thin. He says all things, meaning is more than one. Next week, we'll be going to how did we get here? How did we become a new creature? And then it's in John chapter 14, verse 2. I'm going to prepare a place for you. That was he talking about him making me and you able to live in God at the same time. So he says, therefore, if any man be in Christ. You see that the B was not part of the original manuscript. That's why you see a bracket there. Anytime you see it in the original Bible, it has it's italicized. It means that it was not in the original. He's saying that if any man in Christ. So anybody that is born again, you are in Christ. You are not trying to be in Christ. Because if you add B, it looks as if it's a process. When you get to Christ, you are there. You are not trying to. That's why people think what they do is what will make God accept them. So when I do something, hey, we started a relationship. But because of what you have done, I've changed my mind. That's a process mentality. There is no process of getting into Christ. When you accept Jesus, you are in Christ. And Christ is in you. John 14, 20. On that day, you will know. <laughs> I love this. We'll come back here. John chapter 40, verse 20. Mm-hmm. And at that day, ye On shall that know. day, after the resurrection, you will know. That I in my father. That I in my father.
my father and ye in me and you in me it's a simple straightforward on that day after the resurrection you will know that it is not a process the moment you confess jesus this thing is automatically done first john 4 15 if any man confesses jesus as lord first john chapter 4 verse 15 <laughs> Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God. God dwelleth in God him. God does what? Dwelleth in him. Dwells in you. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16. Don't you know that your body is the temple of God and that God does what? Dwells in you. The indwelling of God is as a resource of his resurrection. The only reason the Old Testament people could not have God in them and all their language was be, be, be. If God be for me, who can be as then you are sitting in 21st century, 2019, born by the Spirit. You are also using be. David uses be. I can't use be. God was by them, for them. Me, God is where? In me. That is why he tells you, he that is in you is what? Greater. So don't speak their language. Don't. Don't speak. It's, there are some things, it's their language. It's not your language. You'll be getting there. How people say, you are about to be blessed. God is about to bless you. Receive the blessing. Hey. Abraham is waiting to be blessed. But if anyone is in Christ, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. I'm moving 3. too fast, I don't know why. Blessed be the God he and says, Father. He says, blessed be the God and Father of, our Lord, Jesus of Christ. our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has done what? Who has blessed us. Is he about to bless you? Let me reverse. Take your time. We'll get here, don't worry. So when you are shouting, amen, amen, you are just exercising your voice. Because we don't know what the power of resurrection did. We don't know. That's what I'm saying. People pick the Bible and they don't understand. So what has already been done, they are doing it. That's what happens. Did I wait on my Facebook? I said, are you going to church to be told what you are not? Yeah, some people go to church and they are telling you. You know why, my sister, you are suffering? There is a curse in your mother's house. And yet the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 4, Christ ended every curse. He, he ended it. So what curse are you talking about? So if you go to church to hear this, let me use a polished Asante Opokwai word, nonfa. You just wasted your time. You were told what you are not. And you were shouting, amen. It's like telling this man, you are a woman. I say, Amen. You will be pregnant. I say, amen, amen, amen. You know, I like that one. They say, shout amen five times. Amen, amen. Master, forget that nonsense. You are just doing gym. No. No. Because some of the messages they are preaching, they are trying to, they can't. So I'm using the right word. They are trying to undo what Christ has done. We get in there, don't worry. Now, let's go. Second Corinthians 5 17. 
Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man in Christ, if any man in Christ, a new creature, that man is a new creature. All things are passed away. All things. All things. You know what the Amplifier says? The Amplifier says, old moral spiritual state. Yet, somebody is telling you the reason why things are hard for you. In 1974, you had a boyfriend. How could that be? Please take me to Amplify. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any person is if engrafted... If any person is engrafted... Child, if any person is engrafted in Christ, he's what? He is a new creation. He is a new creation. A new creature altogether. A new creature. A new creature altogether. So your old doesn't exist. You are a new person. You have never existed before. Talk to me. The old. He says the old. He's describing the old. He says previous moral. And spiritual so whatsoever abortion they claim you did, that's the reason why you are not having a child. I'm a male. <laughs> Old, previous, moral, and spiritual condition. And spiritual, wherever you went to to take whatever you took, has no right in this. Your new, it's a new person. Look, you go to the hospital. A new baby has been born. New baby. The baby is born today. They say, hey, Adwa, you have been born. Oh, the boys you chased. That spirit is following. You are telling the baby, are you okay? This is a newborn baby that has never lived a life before. So has no trace, has no past. He says, all things are what? Passed away. He says, behold, you know, these are the things you should see. Behold means things you should see. And we are going to look at the things we should see in the next 15 minutes. What are the things I must see because of what his resurrection did? Another important thing is, how can I see them? I want to see. But how and where can I see them? It's a very simple answer. He says, behold, the things I must see, where are they? 17 says what? Behold, therefore, if any if person, any person is engrafted in Christ, in Christ, the Messiah. So I can see what I have where? In Christ. Because it is in Christ that these benefits are there. Number two, we have learned that Christ is the word. So I find these words that talks about me and still that word is still a person and the person I have inside me. Am I speaking to somebody? Yeah. Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. He says what? That the communication of thy faith may he become effectual. He says the sexual. union, the word communication is the word union. Kononia. Kononia is a Greek word. It means fellowship. It means union. So your union with Christ based on his resurrection only becomes effective 
by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. You see, there, 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 there are two meanings to acknowledgement. Okay. So I sent Fifi a message. And he says, acknowledge. He's just acknowledge received. But if I send him a contract, he can't just in two seconds send acknowledge. He has to go through the details of the contract and see if there is something binding and what are his benefits. That's the word acknowledgement, which is epignosis. Precise, accurate, comprehensive knowledge. And he says, knowledge on what? Which is what? Acknowledge of every. So every I'm saying thing. that when he uses every, it means it's not one thing. Every can never be one thing. So I have to. Not somebody is going to do it for me. I have to find out what are the benefits of his resurrection. And he says, these benefits are where? In, in you, in Christ Jesus. Nowhere. So whatever I am looking for is in Christ and is inside me. I am the career of Christ. So when I find what is in Christ, I find what is in me. <laughs> when I find, I have to find it. Finding it makes me know. He says, I become effective. The communication, the union becomes effective by my finding out. So I will be an effective Christian based on knowledge. Knowledge of what I possess. So I have to do anything. To find. I could do anything. And one of the reasons we come to church is to find out the deposits in that well of God inside us. So in Bible studies like this, that's when we find. I didn't know. I'm sure if I'm not able to tell you, I'll tell you next week. I didn't know. If I pray and ask for forgiveness, I'm sinning. I like punchlines. If I didn't be a pastor, I would have been a rapper. <laughs> so, so I like punchlines. So I want you to think about something. I'm saying, by the time we finish, you will know that if a believer prays and asks for forgiveness, the believer is sinning. Follow me. Are you with me? Now, so Corinthians says that to see the things that are in Christ, I have to acknowledge them. Like Philemon says, Colossians says, I have to see them. Philemon says, I have to acknowledge them. The word in Christ was written 130 times in the Pauline epistles. In Christ. If anyone be in Christ. If anybody is in Christ. 130 times something is written, it means you have to pay attention. 
consistently his name. But through him and in him is written 160 times. And Christians don't know what is in Christ. They know Avatia, Lavatia, Mamewata, Sistatia. <laughs> Sometimes when I listen to radio and I see pastors teaching on demons, I get amazed. Have you taken time to teach about what people are in Christ? Pastor, if you like football, Barcelona don't care what style you are going to play. They know who they are. Bring the ball. If you like, come and attack. They will show you attack, meet, attack. You see, when you don't know who you are, you worry yourself about your enemy. We are organizing all night for Satan. Oh, God. When Jesus made a public show of him and called us more than conquerors because we didn't conquer him, he conquered him and gave him to us. But the church is ignorant of its power. The church is killing a devil that has already been defeated. And you think your stone and your clapping is what kills the devil. Go to Akraspa State. They clap their hands and nobody dies. If clapping kills the devil... Jesus wasted his time on earth. Are you serious? In fact, you... can you imagine I want to kill this girl? <laughs> Are you okay? When did clapping become a weapon? They say things you can't find in the Bible. Please read your Bible. Clapping is never a weapon. Clapping in the Bible was always used to hoot at people. Never even for celebration. Find out. Then you are clapping to do what? It's a weapon. Which weapon? So why didn't Paul and Silas, they, why didn't they use it? And the church gathered. And they started clapping. I like this one. Fire. 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 Are you one check? Are you one check? Sometimes I mean, I mean, a lot of stupidity in the body of Christ. I used to do it. Too. I used to be in the middle. You know me and my side. I've been in the middle. Of the day. Fire. 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 I remember Calibos, Yedim Kwas, Yasem. What is that? We do things like unbelievers don't think we are all right. What are we doing? Is that prayer? God have mercy. Is that prayer? Who says God, the Holy Spirit consumes? Where did he get it from? In Hebrews, is the only time he uses the word God is a consuming fire. Find out what was he consuming. He says he consumes the Old Testament. That was the only time. 
The next fire we hear was Elijah calling fire. And did you hear what Jesus said? He said, let's call down fire to come and consume. Like he said, hey, 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 hey. Come on, Opalo. <laughs> Bible said, then Jesus rebuked them and asked them, do you know the manner of spirit that Elijah had? Don't you know who you are of? That the son of man did not come to destroy man's life, but to save life. You can never use the spirit of God to kill anybody. If he does that, it contradicts his job description. He doesn't even condemn. Talk of kill. Don't be confused. The fact that people are doing it and giving foolish testimonies. Forgive my French. It doesn't make it right. Testimonies. I told somebody. The people say they think that when crowd is gathered, it means the Holy Spirit is with you. You're a joker. Look, there's a guy called Shata Dewali. He can gather forty thousand people without the Holy Ghost. <laughs> now you you are gathering five hundred, eight hundred thousand, and even lying there are two thousand people. And you think God is with you. Joker. The guy can do all manner of stupid things. And he still gathers people. That one alone should even speak to you. He can remove anything in public. <laughs> and still. It's not fasting in prayer. Forget that one. So if you think crowd is a proof that what you are doing is right. You are just in, in a lost world. People got... Ah, because people are falling under your anointing. What you call anointing. There's a man called Michael Jackson. He doesn't call Jesus. People died in his meeting. In his appearance. People be crying, slave. And because two by four, remote control human beings are falling. No, no, oh my God, we're falling crowd that are home. And you think you are powerful? You are walking in deception. Don't be deceived. So don't think crowd is anything. You need souls to go to heaven. But not just gather people. Sometimes you see, there are churches that are gathered. They are more than 50 times our crowd here. But what are they telling them? It is not a gathering. It is what is what is being served there. What is being served there? Yesterday I was at Holy Spirit Cathedral for my sister's wedding. Brethren, there is no carpet. There is no special seats. There is no air conditioning. Small, small fans. Yet every Sunday the place is packed. Charismatic people. They're looking for air condition. When they get air condition, they want light. When they get lighting, not just lighting. I'm not talking about this one. Here. They want multicolored light. After light, they want smoke. <laughs> Are we okay? And I was looking. I, 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 you go and pass there. They have a board. And the monies they are raising. Maza! You, you, when there's no air condition, God didn't come to church. You are just lost. 
in those churches, me, my favorite one is Christ the King. Almost every president that has been to Ghana goes to church there. Pews. The fan cry is in the air. <laughs> you don't feel the fan, though. And they go. They go to church, brethren. They go. 6 a.m. Ours is 8. And we are always late. 6 a.m. Brethren, some can go to club and leave the club at 5. The 6 a.m. We have every excuse in this world. Please, Lord Auditorium, what are you hearing? What message is being preached? I have three minutes. Let me cover one or two things and we'll take it for next week. Galatians chapter 6, verse 15. Galatians chapter 6. There are verse things 15. that are real to the believer because of his resurrection. 6.15 says what? For in Christ Jesus. For in Christ Jesus. Neither circumcision neither availeth circumcision anything. Availeth anything. Nor uncircumcision. Nor uncircumcision. But a new creature. But a new creature. In Christ, the most important thing is what you have become. Not where you are coming from. Not the mistakes you commit. A new creature. Let me leave you with these thoughts. Because I can't meet up my thoughts for next week. In Christ, sins are not counted. In Christ. I'm not saying it. I'll use scripture to prove to you. That is why it doesn't make sense to ask for forgiveness. Because the sins doesn't even exist. So what are you asking? In Christ, they don't record sin. First Corinthians 5, 18 and 19. Then from Paul. I was given one hour. It's exactly one hour. Mm-hmm. Second. First Corinthians chapter 5. Second Corinthians 5. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 and 19. Mm-hmm. And all things are He says all things. After telling you all things are made, he says, now all things about you are of God. Who hath reconciled us to himself. Who hath reconciled us. He did it by the power of the resurrection. Mm -hmm. By Jesus Christ. By Jesus Christ. And hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. And he has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Next week we'll talk about it. Everybody has been given a ministry. To wit. To wit. God was in Christ. Reconciling the world. Unto himself. He was not reconciling the church. The world. And he was not what? Not imputing their trespasses unto them. Not recording. Not counting. Their trespasses unto them. When he was listing the benefits of being in Christ. He started from verse 17, comes to 18, 19. God was in Christ. Imputing is like putting on account. It was not putting on people's account. So the type of heaven that people dream of, that they count sin, and when your sin is matched, they take you there. It can exist, but it doesn't exist in Christ. In Christ, there is no heaven. 
where your sin is the reason you can't enter. In Christ, there is a heaven that it is when you believe in him, you have 